at 7.43. So recently, the Korea Communications Commission gave permission for three terrestrial TV stations, KBS, MBC and SBS, to run mid-show commercial breaks. That will happen sometime in the first half of next year. It might seem quite normal for many global viewers, but there are strong criticisms coming from various groups, from regular watchers to civic organizations and political parties. Now, Noam Chomsky in his book, Manufacturing Consent, once criticized modern media for not just selling audiences their contents, but actually selling audiences to advertisers. Are we jeopardizing the public purposes of broadcasting by allowing even more frequent commercial breaks on TV networks? Or has the horse bolted so long ago that uh, we're just talking about degrees of selling out? Let's bring in Professor Shin Dong-hee from the School of Media and Communication at Chungang University. Thank you for joining us. Uh, good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, good morning. So the KCC will be allowing these mid-show commercials. What's actually changing in terms of the regulations? Well, uh, I think it's very surprising. And up to now, uh, uh, Korean law prevents commercial breaks in the middle of an episode or program. And now uh, KCC plans to allow music show commercial and also uh, part of uh, pricement, which is a PPL. And, of course, that I think the bills that face a lot of resistance, uh, particularly from the other media, uh, competitors like newspapers, uh, saying that it is an asymmetrical special favor to broadcasters. And also, uh, civic organizations strongly oppose the plan for the, uh, saying the uh, public interest and uh, jeopardizing uh, public services. I think it's also it is rather uh, unexpected that this plan is proposed under this uh, Moon Jae-in administration, which is put on the high value on the civil society and liberal democratic uh, value. And I think it will be have been proposed under the uh, former administration, Park Geun-hye administration, which favor more on the conglomerate and bigger industry. Uh, such a bill, I think, it would be more harmonious with the uh, Park Geun-hye administration. And uh, it is interesting also that the uh, chairman of KCC, Hyo Sung Lee, is uh, he's, in his lifelong professor time, he has emphasized the public utility nature of broadcasting. So what I'm saying is that uh, the ministerial commercials. Uh, with that, who's going to get eventual benefit out of it? Uh, with increased revenue, broadcasters, of course, can rack a, a huge amount of cash. Uh, what are going to do with the increased revenue cash? Uh, KCC and broadcaster promised that, that they would invest the money on the content developments and quality of content, which will be eventually benefit to uh, viewers and uh, watchers. But such promises has been rarely kept as we haven't seen other cases in the uh, uh, other countries. It gives us the opportunity to question the nature of advertising, which, as I hinted before, many people around the world will not have done because they will simply have grown up with extensive advertising. And in fact, a lot of the channels I watch on Korean TV already show a large volume of adverts. And, and, and in fact, the KCC did stress this is about fairness, didn't they? That, that uh, it's, it's giving those three broadcasters the opportunity to, to match what many cable channels are already doing. Can you elaborate? Yeah, that's true. Uh, the cable channels like uh, JTBC or TBN have been already allowed the administrative commercial. That's what the three uh, terrestrial broadcasters have argued, that it is reverse discrimination, so that they are 
they are robustly discriminated uh, as compared to those uh, the cable channels and other media. Uh, for years, the broadcaster claimed that this ban has been the uh, main causes of their worsening financial situation and continuously called for the scrapping it. But I think this is not about, about the fairness or equality or anything like that because the terrestrial broadcasts in Korea have been already having significant market powers and making huge amounts of money. Um, I think that three broadcasters, although they are not allowed to miss your commercial, they have a longer, actually, commercial uh, after the program. Uh, that means that in terms of a total amount of time of hours commercial, the three broadcasters have more commercial than any other channels or cables or other uh, competitors. So interesting thing is that they are at times asking the privilege of being a public broadcaster, and at other times they are asking, talking about revenues and competition as uh, private broadcaster channels. So it is completely, I think, the oxymorons. So in Korea, they have been uh, given the status of public, uh, public broadcaster, sort of a de facto public uh, broadcaster status, and they got all the privilege out of it. And at the same time, they are allowed to have a commercial like a private broadcaster. So they're asking the mid-show commercial. So the argument is that they are losing the revenues, but they are needed to come up with their own strategy, how to create a quality content for viewers and public uh, the services. So with increased revenue, uh, they promise that the more quality content and diverse services will be introduced. But how can we take that promise given that you know, all we know how low the low the current uh, content coming out of their channels? So they're like a fairness, uh, neutralities, and impartiality, and uh, accountability as a public broadcaster role. We don't see such a thing out of a current uh, broadcaster here in Korea. Well, perhaps an interesting comparison would be um, actually in Britain with the BBC. And there are no adverts at all on domestic BBC programming. Uh, in fact, you... Um, you wouldn't find an advert except for other BBC programs or perhaps um, public announcements, uh, and they would be only at the end of programming. And uh, that's a good point. Uh, and I, I perhaps that's the comparison for for these broadcasters: KBS, NBC, and SBS. But the BBC um, is financed by uh, public financing, if you like. Uh, there is a TV license fee, for example. Why are these three broadcasters in Korea facing apparently significant financial difficulties, particularly NBC. Yeah, that's a good point. That uh, BBC, for example, as a role model of a public broadcaster, they uh, their main funding sources are subscription fee by the people, and they uh, have uh, quality of content, such content are exported to other countries and uh, created another value. And for now, here in Korea, we. Uh, we rely on actually the uh, uh, subsequent fee that the electorate be automatically charged to all the people, regardless of people watch the KBS or MBC, SBS, whatever. They are charged automatically. All the people have to in Korea to pay the money. But the thing is, the quality content compared to those the BBC uh, worldwide and the public broadcaster, the quality content uh, content programming is not that great uh, in KBS and other other programs. So I think that in terms of the uh, competition uh, facing, and uh, as they argue that facing their difficulty, financial difficulty, particularly NBC, SBS, or KBS, those difficulties are not particularly unique to those and Korean broadcasters. There's all the sort of a universal problem facing all the media in the world wide uh, because of the diverse uh, 
platforms and uh, different content and technological advances and also unique uh, in favor of uh, flavor of uh, users and uh, viewers. So it's not their own, uh, you know, own particular problem. So it's uh, all the competition coming out in the broadcast sector, journalism sector, new media sectors, and even IT and all other sectors. So I think that, uh, you know, uh, they, they have a privilege of being a, uh, protected by the uh, government's uh, line on the uh, subscription fee. At the same time, they are seeking a, uh, the private revenue. That's actually, uh, you know, sort of a, you know, two-sided coins that the things that uh, in public broadcasting career. Yeah. Well, certainly the comparison with, with KBS and the way that its services integrated into people's electricity bills would be comparable to the BBC situation. And I can tell you, if BBC programming suddenly started featuring adverts mid-shows or even at the end of shows, I, I'm pretty sure there would be uproar and, and demands to either lower or remove the licence fee. But... Um, while that may be understandable from a commercial uh, and, and public perspective, many conservative news outlets seem to be fueling the flames, and, and they perhaps are just upset because the advertising pie is going to be cut up more thinly. Can you address that side of the argument for us? Yeah, again, that's the, I think it's all the, uh, you know, asking about the uh, arguments about uh, how much they can make money. Uh, they're talking about public interest. They're talking about public services. But the main uh, motivation, I think, is all the, the discussion funneled into that, how much they can make money, how much they can pie, increase the pie in the market share, how much they can, you know, uh, uh, accommodate it, all the users and viewers, which they can sell to the advertisers, as you mentioned, in uh Noam Chomsky uh, advertising and viewers and all the things. For example, Chosun Ilbo, uh, Chungang Ilbo, and Dongwa Ilbo all used to be a newspaper company and very critical toward the case's decision. But now they have uh, their own cable, uh, the old network, what we call the Chongpyeon channel in Korea. So they are now asking more uh, advertising, more the mid-term, uh, the, uh, mid-term uh, I mean the, uh, the, the commercial. So the all the media, I think that regardless of the public broadcaster, as they uh, argue, or private broadcaster, or anything other media, their their goal is to basically uh, increase the revenues and making money out of it. So I think that in terms of the uh, the public broadcast, at least that they, they are get funded by the uh, subscription fee and public uh, broadcast by the government. I think that they have to uh, uh, the stick on the public interest and public services. Um, that the all the uh, the commercials efforts about Castro, I think, significantly undermine the value of a public interest and their ontological identity can be significantly tarnished by the commercialism here. Yeah, could well obviously people are worried that could affect the nature of the programs themselves. By the way, though. Many of us are circumventing adverts by our own choice. For example, we'll be signing up to Netflix or things like YouTube Red, where you pay a certain amount of money on a monthly basis and you don't have to endure any adverts at all. What do you think of that as a future alternative to traditional advertising on on media? Yeah, that's a good point. The YouTube and Netflix and Google's uh, the big player and significantly, uh, basically, significant market player as they own uh, the platform and media. And future media college basically owned, uh, dominated by the who's going to have that platform and the providing service over that the platform. And to me, I think that the future of broadcasting will be a uh, uh, 
personalize a narrow casting uh, as opposed to broadcasting to a narrow casting. That's what they actually uh, devolved to. And uh, the future uh, over the top, OTT, I think the future of a broadcasting. And uh, the, uh, in, in terms of the, I think the future media ecology will be platform-less uh, provider. Basically, uh, all the media going to disappear, uh, like in the, for example, blockchains basically connecting directly uh, users and content provider. So in the future, eventually, there's no media. We don't need any media mediation to have that, to access the content and providing uh, all the stuff. So I think it's interesting to see that all the competition happening uh, in the media sector in public broadcasting as well. Yeah, which makes the KCC's decision even more interesting in the sense that it it doesn't seem to be a long-term strategy that will be effective for those broadcasters. Professor Shin, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. I've got to say as well, something I noticed, if, if young people are any indication, they have almost zero patience for adverts. I see it with my own kids. Uh, and that's perhaps one of the factors driving those uh, alternatives that I mentioned before. And we've gone from a very, I mean, that used to be the case that you'd have music albums celebrating songs on adverts and and they'd almost be part of the culture very different situation today powder shot 1013 for 51 per message if you'd like to contribute we'll continue after bbc world news